Hello and welcome back to episode two of the Downriver Current podcast presented by the Trenton Trib. We got some great feedback from our first episode uh, where we talked to Trenton Trib co-publishers Kathy Kane and Joe Hosha. Got some great reviews on iTunes, um, so be sure to do that again uh, if you like this episode. In this episode, we're bringing on Joanne Gagne, who is the director of Parks and Recreation at the City of Trenton, and Anita Twardeski, the community outreach manager for Riverside Kayak Connection. We're going to be talking about all that's going on within Downriver as far as bike paths and all of the developments that are being made to make Downriver more of a tourist destination. So um, we've got the introduction done there. Like I said, if you enjoy the episode, be sure to leave us a five-star review on iTunes. So enjoy. All right, Anita, Joanne, thanks for coming on. You're welcome. Thanks uh, for inviting us. To get to get us started here, uh, Anita, tell us just a little bit about Destination Downriver, how it was formed, what you guys uh, have been doing, and just give me the, the, the run through here. Okay. Uh, Destination Downriver is a coalition of uh, like-minded individuals across Downriver that is working towards creating uh, Downriver as a tourism destination and making folks aware of the wonderful assets that we have, not only in the natural resources, but also our wonderful restaurants, hotels, and um, places that people would like to visit to work and play in. Right. And I mean, how did the idea for this come about? Well, it's... Destination Downriver really isn't new to Downriver. Um, over the last 10, 15 years, a lot of folks uh, from the chamber to um, businesses have said, what would be a great way for us to work together collaboratively to tell the world about the wonderful place that Downriver is? Um, recently, with our new president uh, at the chamber, uh, Ron Heinrichs, a group of us got together um, and created the Destination Downriver Coalition. And that coalition is a group of uh, anywhere from businesses to nonprofits, the Detroit Convention and Visitors Bureau, uh, the DDA directors, downtown development directors, um, and lots of businesses gathered around the table to solve the problem of how we can promote Downriver as a destination. And I know that, you know, with the revitalization of Detroit, you know, obviously that's got to be playing a role within that. So how has Detroit or how has Detroit kind of um, impacted the, the goals of Destination Downriver? Well, we spent a lot of time having that discussion is, is figuring out kind of branding and marketing Downriver. And um, we actually are in an awesome spot where 25 minutes you can be to a Tiger game. Within minutes you can be on the Detroit River or on the Huron River or the Lower Rouge River, um, and we just decided to kind of build upon that and look at our geography and also um, our people. Um, I think one of the strongest assets that we have is, is our people. If you live in Detroit or live in Downriver, um, but you can work and play in Detroit, it's just a wonderful place to um, live and build upon that. Right, and I think with a community like Downriver, there seems to be so much pride within the area, too. So I'd imagine, right. at least within this community, there's probably people that are a lot more willing uh, to kind of step up and, and push Downriver as kind of a tourist right. destination. Right. And as you can imagine, it's a daunting task. Um, 
how do, how do we make that happen? Um, how do we put kind of the mechanics behind of how we promote ourselves? Um, so some of the first steps that we did is we uh, gathered, uh, we did a workshop through MSU, uh, Michigan State University Extension, and we understood what tourism means and how, what tourism is happening in Michigan. With that report, we then used that as a springboard to move some more more move more for move forward more with um, what we are hoping to accomplish. Um, in addition to that workshop, we had the opportunity through Detroit Metro Convention and Visitors Bureau um, to work with their advertising firm to look at some next steps um, and things that some projects and things that we should be looking at. Right, not to uh, to dig too deep into the details of it, but as far as that report goes, I mean, what were some of the strong points that, that, that they found? Uh, some of the strong points, number one, were our natural resources, that we've got, you know, beautiful bike paths, um, um, walking trails, the rivers, um, but also the other really interesting thing that came out of it was our restaurant and hotels. There was a lot of, uh, when we really dived and took at it, as this group looked at through the lens of a tourist, what great resources we had. So I would say natural resources and then our restaurants and our downtowns. I can certainly attest to the restaurants, at least. Right. Maybe, maybe to my dismay. Right. But <laughs> as, as far as you mentioned there with the bike paths, you know, the organization Downriver-Linked Greenways is pretty involved heavily within that. So if you could tell me a little bit about Downriver-Linked Greenways, too. Yes. Uh, Downriver-Linked Greenways uh, began in 1998 um, with the support of our uh, Congressman uh, Dingle and, at the time, State Representative George Manns. Um, and since 1998, um, there has been over 100 miles of bike paths and water trails put in Downriver. Uh, we're connected to four metro parks. Uh, we also now connected with Wayne County Parks at Elizabeth Park. Um, and with that 100 miles and the infrastructure that's in, we are now to the point where we need to promote and really use them um, and have like downtown districts and residents using um, the trails and really using it and looking at it as an asset. So, you know, the infrastructure, we still have some things that have to occur, um, but it's, it's, we're to the point where we can tell the world, come down river because we've got a nice trail system. Right, and I, I imagine there were quite a few challenges with that, though, just with how Downriver is laid out. You know, you look at Ann Arbor, where it's kind of more together, more compact a little bit. So, you know, if you look at Trenton specifically, um, you know, you, you have Fort Street to kind of worry about to, that's separating downtown from, um, you know, most of the city. So I guess what can be done to kind of overcome that or kind of work around that? Um, it can work around it. Um, if you picture any large city across the country, I always use New York as a prime example. I mean, you can ride your bike in downtown Manhattan, right. you know, with the proper engineering. And um, so we've been very fortunate at Don River to have support from Michigan Department of Transportation and a lot of leaders across the country taking a look and seeing what we're doing. Um, so, yes, all of that can be um, accomplished through the engineering world. Right. Well, I think my only fear, I work in Southgate uh, mm -hmm. full time, so my only fear is that I'll have the opportunity to, to ride my bike, so right. I won't have an excuse to not <laughs> ride my bike to work. Right. And I think that's, you know, um, again, in 1998, uh, you know, I talked a little bit about the task or the, the vision for Destination Downriver. Downriver Link Greenways, we had that same kind of task or goal. You know, you can think of it as kind of daunting. How do we put 21 communities together and create a trail system? And how do we move this forward? And I mentioned a little bit about our people, and I feel very, very strongly and passionate that it's Downriver, it's our people that make Downriver a special place that it is, because we've got 21 communities that are working together, talking to each other, not without challenges, not without problems, but they're moving 
moving things forward and they understand the value of quality of life for their for their residents and those that come to visit. So it's our people that are really making this happen. Right. Absolutely. And Joanne, um, I, don't, I know that this is a downer recurrent podcast, but you know, it's, it's presented by the Trenton trip. So to take a little bit of a Trenton spin on this, you know, Anita has talked about it, but I guess, you know, what was Trenton's motivation for getting involved with wanting these new bike paths? Well, you know, I think one of the big things is, again, getting people um, moving and um, healthy. Um, Our Healthy Trenton Initiative, sponsored by Beaumont, um, I think is a real big catalyst in the movement for um, getting um, more non-motorized trail access and and that type of thing. Uh, And also just getting people aware of the incredible natural resources that we have right in our own community, right in our own backyard. We are so fortunate that the International Wildlife Refuge is gateway is right in our own backyard, in our community. Um, and we were granted this, this opportunity to, um, to connect the city of Trenton to the Donovan Lane Greenways. This is part of their master plan, but um, we had the opportunity to, pull, to apply for funding through the Federal Lands Access Program, and that is specifically because of the International Wildlife Refuge, um, gaining non-motorized access to that um, that facility. So that back in, 19, uh, in 2013, we applied for, uh, we, were, we were awarded $326,000 from the Federal Lands Access Program to uh, help us put in this less than one mile of asphalt trail from Grosiel Parkway to the gateway of the International Wildlife Refuge, uh, where it connects uh, into the city of Gibraltar. Um, and w- with, again, Anita talking about it's the people, it really is, um, because this was not a City of Trenton project, even though we were the, um, the, the spearhead of, you know, took the, took the project under our belt. But it was really a regional project. It took an, a, a, a tremendous amount of uh, dedication and commitment from many organizations and agencies to get this in the ground. Um, and, and it was it was a struggle at times, um, but uh, five plus years um, down the road, well, we actually now have that connector in the ground, um, finished that project um, in uh, last September. Um, and this June, actually June 1st, we're going to be dedicating that um, that portion of the Down River Link Greenways a trail um, at 10 a.m. And so public is invited um, to uh, share in the celebration because really it's a celebration. It took, uh, again, the $326,000 from the Federal Lands Access Program. We, we received match dollars from Fish and Wildlife. Um, as well, um, partners with DTE Energy, um, it's, uh, Eastman Solutia, um, and also received a $40,000 grant from Ralph Wilson Foundation um, to help us complete that project. And at the last hour, um, we received a, a grant through the Iron Bell Trail um, from the state of Michigan, Iron Bell Trail grant of $121,000. So it was almost a $600,000 project to get this in the ground, but it's in the ground. Um, and that last minute grant of $121,000, that really put us over the top to get it in the ground. But that goes to show how important this connector is to the entire state of Michigan. Anita didn't mention, but um, but not only is it part of the Donovan Link Greenways, but it's part of a bigger trail project, which is the uh, Michigan Iron Bell Trail. Um, and uh, the city of Trenton is uh, the, the Iron Bell 
state trail comes right through our community. Um, so we are just positioned really well to promote our trails. Right. And I mean, even beyond the, like you had mentioned, the health impact of it, you know, what kind of benefits do you think this is going to serve for the city? Um, I think that it's going to um, to really help with the revitalization of our downtown, of our um, e- business community, uh, spur some economic development. One of the things that we're working on, thanks to a grant um, that the John Verlink Greenways received from Ralph Wilson Foundation, um, was uh, we were able to have a consultant come in last year, spend a day and a half here in Trenton, um, and uh, to help us develop a trail town master plan for our community. Um, and in fact, this morning, we just kind of kicked that off with an advisory um, committee um, meeting. And uh, so we're going to be starting to implement that master plan. And really what that is, um, is to showcase the city of Trenton as trail friendly and, and uh, designate us as a trail town. Uh, and what that means is that our business community, our assets, where we have we're welcoming to our trail users, um, and it will spur business opportunities for other businesses to come in that are trail friendly, and also the businesses that are here to give them more uh, more access and really embrace that um, the the uh, visitors that will be coming in utilizing our trail system. And I guess to to kind of look towards the future, what does that long term plan kind of look like for Trenton? That is, as far as the trails go. Mm-hmm. So, um, so there's four components to a trail town. Um, it's um, organization, which is, is developing that consensus uh, and partnerships with with different um, businesses and key individuals, key players in our community uh, to organize that. And, and again, that advisory committee is one of those components. Um, and then, and then what we will be that committee will be um, charged with the task of how do we promote the um, you know the the trail town with with um, uh, written materials uh, print materials um, you know social media all those kinds of things and and events um, that are tied around our trail system um, and then as well we look at the design of our um, downtown area um, signage is a big thing we need to be um, pe- the people who are using our trails need to be comfortable and feel safe and um, in knowing where they're going. And so signage is a really key thing. Uh, we were granted, again, through a grant with from the DLGI, um, from Ralph Wilson, part of that Trail Town Master Plan was also signage strategy. Um, so there was, you'll be seeing some signage going up here in the very near future um, so that people utilizing the trails know, okay, downtown is this way and some of these are some of the amenities. So we'll be working with our businesses to um, embrace those trail users. Right. And I mean, as you've mentioned here, you know, there have been some some pretty sizable grants throughout this point. You know, this was uh, a pretty big project for Trenton as a whole. But kind of moving forward, you know, for both Destination Downriver and for the city of Trenton, you know, what are going to be some of the keys uh, to make some of these plans come to fruition? You know, I'm sure, you know, as as you're both aware, you know, funding can come and go and you can that some of those things can uh, get in the way. But, I mean, what are going to be some of the keys for each organization and for each city to kind of stay moving forward? Yeah. Well, I think primarily for, for the city of Trenton, um, it's it's that um, 
getting our, our businesses on board, I think is going to be a big key to, to it. And then, um, and then just, I think it's, it's, as Anita said, it's the people. Um, and so we need to, for, for people to be educated on our trail systems and understand what, what that is going to look like and, and what people can do on the trails and, and how that will impact their businesses. Um, as well, when the International Wildlife Refuge Visitor Center opens, um, we need to be ready for that because there's going to be you know over 100,000 visitors within the first year, and I think that's a low number, personally. But I, So I think that we, um, as a community, need to understand that this is going to be really impactful and we need to, again, be get our ducks in a row, so to speak, and be ready for, for these visitors. Absolutely. And Anita, um, maybe you'll be able to touch on this. You know, you've seen the efforts that Trenton has gone to um, as a city on their own. But as far as the entirety of Destination Downriver, you know, what are some of the other efforts that uh, communities downriver are making? Couple, couple key pieces. Um, first of all, as far as downriver link greenways, um, we had we did a gap analysis about three years ago, and what we did is we we really took a hard look at where we are and where we be as far as the infrastructure. Um, so we are. Within the next year, um, we've got about a mile and a half of what we call gap that goes from uh, 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 city of um, Melvindale up by the Rouge River Bridge all the way down to the city of Flat Rock. So we're going to be addressing those, looking at some uh, some crossings, some uh, there's some major crossings that need some work. Um, in addition to that, um, through Downriver Link Greenways, we're looking at a lot of programming. There's a lot of uh, communities um, that are uh, working on programs. There's a Pee Wee uh, Little Kids mm-hmm. Bicycle Program starting. Um, uh, Downriver Delta is working on a, uh, a bike plan or bike event that they're ha- hosting um, earlier or later this month. So there's a lot of uh, momentum uh, as far as programming and getting people out on the trails. Um, as far as Destination Downriver, um, our next charge is to come up with a marketing branding plan. We've got some real good ideas. We've done a lot of our homework. We've laid the, kind of the foundation. So within the next six or seven months, we're going to put together a branding and marketing plan and say to really put everything together and move, move that forward. Right. And to, you know, to remind our listeners here, um, you know, a lot of these things, as Anita and Joanna both mentioned, uh, you know, the ball is rolling already. So, you know, as Joanna mentioned, they have the the opening on June 1st, uh, the dedication there. So and then as Anita mentioned, you got summer programs coming up. So these aren't just long term plans. They are actually happening things. And I can tell you very confidently, um, all of our downriver communities, um, whether they're along the Detroit River or whether they're um, along I-75 is doing something in the area of trails. Um, for example, uh, City of Ecorse is moving forward. They just put in some grants to do a new kayak launch. Uh, City of Flat Rock uh, just recently worked on um, a new a potential uh, riverfront uh, project. Um, City of Gibraltar recently put in a kayak launch. Um, you know, City of Southgate, they are doing a banner program through their downtown development authority that talks about their trail around their high school. Um, so Next steps is I really challenge downriver, whether it be as residents, um, recreation users, businesses, cities, I challenge you to really step up and, number one, use them. You know, we all are living a busy society, and I really encourage you on a Sunday afternoon just to get on a trail and spend the day and realize and really appreciate um, where we live. Um, but I also challenge everybody to, to embrace the whole idea of um, what a great place we live, and there's a lot of things that you can be doing from, from you know, enjoying the trails to, as a business owner, um, 
have a trail day and maybe put a, a, dis, a business display out on you know in your window a window display that day and say we love we love our trails so be great well i did just get a bike for my birthday about a month ago so i like to say i'm doing my part here that's yeah, great yeah. right <laughs> we'll see you on the trails for yes sure, exactly i'm gonna get, I can have a longer path now right so um you know this is uh, downriver has some great things coming up um it's safe to say that uh downriver is in good hands kind of moving forward with these bike trails and with these different initiatives uh to push downriver as a uh, as a destination um anita joanne is there any closing remarks anything we didn't touch on um any anywhere where uh our listeners can go to to learn a little bit more Sure. Um, the um, you can certainly go to our city website, um, which is www.trentonmi.org, um, and go to the Parks and Recreation page. Um, and uh, there will be additional information coming up very soon on our Trail Town initiative, and also all of the the trails and and events that we will be doing. Um, we'll be hosting our Trail Town training one hundred and one at the Trenton Festival this year, uh, June twenty eight, twenty nine, thirty. Um, again, lots of, of activity. In fact, our entire Buzz magazine this um, this year is focused on getting outside, getting outdoors, uh, getting back to nature, and enjoying the, the great natural resources that we have. So, and from a regional uh, perspective, uh, www.downrivertrails.org is a great spot. Of course, we have Facebook, Downriver uh, Linked Greenways. But in addition to that, I, again, challenge you to have a day of adventure. Explore your, your neighborhood. Um, Depending on the city that you have, you know, stop in some businesses and talk to businesses. Spend a family day together and exploring. Um, Social media is great. Electronics is great. But um, the basis of all of this is getting outside and enjoying where you live and looking around. So spend a day with your family just enjoying downriver. All right. And the weather has turned now, so there's no more excuses. Right. Exactly. No excuses. There you are. Anita, Joanne, I really appreciate you guys coming on. And I really appreciate uh, all of you for listening. Once again, be sure to follow the Trend Trib on Facebook, on Twitter, on all the social media. Um, Be sure to look out for the new Trib uh, that will come to newsstands in early May. And um, be sure to give us a five-star review on iTunes and give us some feedback. So once again, thanks for listening.